Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. What's up, Dead Hat Crew, and welcome to the special edition episode of the Dead Hat Chronicles. On this episode, I sat down with Britt Davis. She was one of the um, the designers that was brought in by MLB Rally to think and uh, come up with the concept of what a Major League Baseball team in uh, Rally, North Carolina, the Rally Durham area, uh, would look like. Uh, she is the designer of the Oak City Owls. That was actually my favorite design. Um, but we go into how uh, she goes into the whole design process. It was a lot of fun. I thank her for coming on the podcast. Make sure you guys are following her. Uh, and then uh, without further ado, guys, I give you the episode. All right. Well, uh, this is a special edition, a little extra episode that I'm going to be putting together here. And the reason for this is I am very excited, guys. I have yet another designer for the MLB Rally event that they was put together. Um, I, 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 Listen, I was extremely excited when she agreed to do this. How are you doing, Britt Davis? I am doing very well. I'm doing good, happy, just, just it's all good. It's all right? good. We're above ground and not underground. So well, that's a good thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, so let's jump right in. Um, when, you know, MLB Rally put this event together, they're, you know, they're approaching local artists at the moment you were here in North Carolina. Um, when when they came to you, what did you say? What was that all about? So funny story. So I was actually um, I think when I did, I had just moved to Georgia. Okay. But um, they knew me because um, I'm, I'm originally from North Carolina um, and I went to school in Raleigh. I went to North mm-hmm. Carolina State for undergrad. So um, I have strong North Carolina ties. So when they came to me, like my initial thought was I don't want to do it because <laughs> I was just too nervous about, um, you know, really putting my work out there. I was still kind of new to sports design mm-hmm. and, um, you know, fresh out of grad school um in my first job in the design world pro sports world um so hesitant but i was like you know what that actually sounds really fun and um because i did my thesis on baseball um it just seemed like a good fit Mm -hmm. so once i really started to think about it for like an hour so i was like you know i'll do it (laughs) Uh, and then it turned out to be like one of my most favorite projects like result and process wise 
it's and and you know before we started recording this i i told you that this is actually my favorite logo out of all of them this was actually my favorite logo ryan's was uh second and then i used to also like the uh britain uh his stuff too as well but this one is like the color i loved um the 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 owls i just i don't know what it is i just it, i this is what i gravitated towards um so did you get any parameters of what you know you needed to stay within uh any colors or anything like that they no they really kept it you know pretty open it was just you know um it's the goal they outlined the goal um so i think naturally all of the designers when we heard the goal about you know we're promoting trying to get baseball professional baseball in north carolina and um the cause that it was going to go towards like the winning hat would you know be used to raise funds for like a local youth um baseball team so just something we could really rally behind so i think naturally um a lot of us and i think all of us being either from north carolina or having those north carolina ties just wanted to really showcase the pride we have in the state and then just our love for baseball and sports design in general so um no real restrictions, but we all just kind of gravitated towards, you know, really just showcasing how dope North Carolina is and that it deserves its own baseball team. I agree that, you know, one of the main reasons why we moved to North Carolina is we love it here. It's an absolute beautiful state uh, yeah. and it's a lot less cold than Ohio. So I'll, yeah. I'll... Yeah, it, get, it can get cold for us. And, you know, how we do when snow or cold or ice or anything, everything shuts down. Just down. <laughs> it's, it's the same way in, in Georgia. So um, that's the vibe is very similar. I like it. All right. So so tell me, what was then you decided that you were going to do an owl? How did your tell me, you know, walk me through a, like a little bit of your like design process of how you decided to do this? Yeah, so I'm um, so like I was fresh out of grad school, so I was still very uh, research heavy minded. Like any project that I start, it starts with like a lot of research, even with stuff I'm familiar with. So obviously being super familiar with North Carolina, um, I had a lot that I could kind of pull from. Mm -hmm. uh, but I really wanted to uh, kind of push myself because I knew there was going to be so many other talented designers um, creating. I really wanted to try to tap into something that was special to me. So naturally, I gravitated towards my school colors because I'm like Raleigh. And when I think Raleigh, I think red. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I already know what my colors are going to be. I'm going to do red, black and white in some regard. Um, but then also finding out like that actual red, um, I think it was actually like one of the uh, official colors of Sir Walter Raleigh, um, who founded the city. So it was like, oh, perfect. <laughs> right. so, so like that actually aligned, you know, really well. And then, um, you know, traditionally, when we think about like sports teams, you know, the mascot is, you know, has a tougher look, you know, more aggressive. So I was trying to keep that in mind. But I was thinking like, you know, what animal, you know, it's like, well, there's already a Cardinals, you know, the Cardinals are state bird, but there's already like a Cardinals team. Um, and so I was trying to think of like other things. I was like, well, you know, I did that North Carolina project. Like all of us have to do this project on North Carolina when we're in middle school. So I'm like, well, we got like sweet potatoes. We got like, <laughs> I'm trying to think we got red clay. So that ties into the red as well. So I was like, well, what else can I really look at? So um, I just started looking through all these other animals and then found out like the, I think it's the horned owl is like another like prominent um, species found in North Carolina only. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, an owl's kind of cool. And then um, it also got me thinking about like what owls represent, you know, wisdom, knowledge, and, you know, finding out that like 
when you look at the triangle area, you've mm-hmm. got a whole lot of colleges, a whole lot of universities, um, you know, the, like one of the highest concentrations of uh, historically black colleges and universities as well. So I was like, oh, this is really, really cool. Like I'm learning stuff and I could put this to my logo. Right. So once I kind of settled on the colors and the mascot, I kind of started getting to work of just like, okay, how do I make this owl, you know, look kind of tough and in the end, end up feeling more like a minor league vibe, but still fun. And so from that, I was able to kind of extract like the secondary mark. So like the, the acorn, yep. um, you know, it's, it's like the, the Oak city of Oaks. Um, and so being able to put the acorn on the nose of the owl to kind of have that tie in, um, you know, kind of making the, the horns on that, the owl, you know, extra aggressive. Um, and then even the overall shape of the face of the owl kind of feels like a, you know, a wide acorn. So like all these, yeah. little, these little subtle things. Um, and then, uh, like when I got into the secondary marks, you know, doing like, um, the little lockup to kind of make it feel more major league style, Mm -hmm. um, versus the more mascot style. And then like, I have a one where it's like an acorn, um, and it's got the little baseball stitching. That's the one I'm just looking at right now. Love that that one. That one's actually my favorite. Um, but just having those kind of secondary marks kind of in place to kind of figure out, like, I always love like playing with juxtaposition when I'm making a logo like how many elements can I overlap that usually don't think about together so that being baseball or an owl or these acorns and like these prominent shapes merging those together in one thing and so this really gave me a chance to kind of put that into practice it's I like I said I love it and you know I love the the fact that you didn't go for just the the name of the of the city like uh, you know as Raleigh which is you know which is perfectly fine but going with Oak City you know, now you're really looking into, like you said, you know, the, the whole triangle area and then, you know, gives a certain sense of pride for just not Raleigh, but like Durham and all of those other cities around it. Yeah. So it's like just in that. I think that when you can incorporate that, like hyper local, like I actually really learned about that importance of hyper local culture um, and vernacular and nicknames um, while in Atlanta, because mm-hmm. uh, it's something that they, they take a lot of pride in. So it's like that same thing, like leaning into that a little bit more in North Carolina. Once I really started to pay attention, it's like, oh yeah, we've done that kind of all along. Like each region kind of has a name for itself or um, a vernacular or a lingo mm-hmm. place of nickname for the city yeah. that people kind of, you know, refer to. So, you know, bring that on a bigger scale, you know, if we get a team, it'd be cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. You say something very interesting also is that, that you said that it felt very minor league. I can honestly see this as a major league, you know, logo like this thing is, you know, because you you got your your secondary logos. You got your, you know, the one with the like you said, the one that you really like the uh, baseball and the acorn together when you mix them together. Absolutely love it. I think it look, you know, as a patch on the side of the on the sleeve or something like that, it would look. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah, I think it's because when we think um, minor leagues like the. Just mm-hmm. the styling, the aesthetic, um, is that's what you see a lot. Oh, yeah. A lot of the older baseball teams, um, they've been around for a long time. So this is before this style and mm-hmm. this aesthetic was really prominent. So you'd have more of the lockup. So like when you look at like the Yankees or Boston, you know, in the the um, Detroit, like they have those, you know, letter based yep. L.A. They're very, very clean. Um, and then later you might get into like the Cardinals or, you know, um, Cleveland with their original logo and they're more like 
illustrative, like that old school yep. illustrative style. And then when the minor league teams really started refreshing, it's those really thick, bold, contrasting lines and, you know, sharp edges and stuff. So I think that's just the affiliation. But um, Oh, I could definitely see it as a as an alternate or even a, a minor league, you know, ball club like collegiate Woodpad. You know, somebody would would love yeah. to pick this up because this thing is great. And you said, like you said, a lot of minor leagues. And if you look behind me, all these hats are all minor league hats, right? Yeah, they're most fun though, right? Like they, it, they, yeah, collecting those logos is what makes us fans of the sport, specifically in minor leagues, right? Because like you said when it goes to the, comes to the majors is very structured. You know, there's not a lot, you know, to deviate. And then yeah. when you get into the minors, that's when everybody just goes crazy. And, and that's why it works for, for minor leagues. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now, you know, we see um, across sports um, basketball with their city jerseys and, you know, um, the WNBA is also doing with like more city centric jerseys. Um, and MLB, I think you started rolling them out as well with the city connects. Yeah. Yeah. You're starting to see more of that fun, free flowing uh, vibe of like really zooming in on like what makes that city and the culture of that city special and how yeah. can we present that in, in the uniform. So um, I think we're starting to see a little bit more of this style flowing into um you know, the pro level of, of sports. So that's pretty cool. I loved seeing that. And, and I love that that the minor leagues were the first ones to do it. And, yeah. and then now, you know, major leagues, all of them, right. Like, you know, basketball, like you say, basketball, football, right. You know, the NFL rethinking a lot of their logos and, and identity. And they're like, you know, they've been successful. Oh, wait. And then we can also sell a lot of more merchandise. Oh yeah. Cause that youth market too, is like why you see a lot of people, um, those more vibrant colors and the, the, the forms and the shapes, like, that neck they're really grooming that next generation of sports fans and kind of trying to tap into what they're into so um you know i hope it keeps i hope it keeps going like it's, well, it's like fun. like the copa brands you know that they have in minor league baseball right and now uh the nine initiative with minor league baseball you know highlighting african-american you know teams and all of that so that's going to be like you said like you know they're really bringing it up to the forefront and then the young generations are the ones who are really embracing all of those bright colors and all of those uh, logos that are just great, you know, and then, you know, when you have designers like you who are amazing at your job, I couldn't do this. There's <laughs> no way I could do this. No, well, it's the, the, the creativity because we get the inspiration from, you know, fans. So mm -hmm. uh, just understanding like what, what would a fan of this team in this city really gravitate towards? And so mm -hmm. when fans are very vocal about, you know what they like um what the, the what makes the team special to them what makes the city special what they would like to see um you know we you know, try to lean into that a little bit like at least at least i do mm -hmm. so that at the end of the day i want my work to be authentic and mm -hmm. feel like no matter where i am no matter who i'm designing for no matter what team um what i do is it feels authentic to where people look at that and say oh either they're from here or they really 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 did their research and respect the history and culture of what we represent so that's uh, my goal i like that you know going back to very being very hyper local right embracing the your the the people embracing the the area in which you're you're designing for and and i think that's extremely important absolutely um, so did, when you designed, you did the design and everything, did you come up here for the event or were you not able to do it? 
wasn't able to come because I think we had I had a game or something with work mm-hmm. that weekend. I had something like with work, so I couldn't come. But um, they sent me pictures and they sent me a hat because they um they end up making one of all, one or two of all the hats, and then nice. that one I believe they um that's the one they kind of produced and was it were able to sell um for yeah. the uh, fundraiser. Um, so I do have the hat. Um, nice they sent me the hat and um some other really cool stuff um like a i got like a t-shirt um that i wear around georgia all the time people are probably like this is brave what are you doing (laughs) but i wear that my t-shirt and my tank top um and my hat like all the time so i'm very jealous because that's amazing i wish and i'm gonna have to get on them on this i was like listen guys you know get you guys got to get some more of these hats out there even if you just do it as a a what if kind of situation right you know branded on the under the what if uh, you know dad hats and you know new era snapbacks whatever it is because man like i'm looking through all these i keep i keep going back and it's like they're all, all great because i know like when they were doing like voting um i mean i went in and voted for like things that weren't mine like just other designs because they were just so <laughs> Like there were so many that were so good and the styles were so different. And it was just crazy to see how given the same like prompt, I guess, or the same like base, like this is what we want to see the range and how different, you know, everything was. Cause my biggest fear was like, man, you know, I'm, I got to think so deep and so into it. You know, I just don't want to have the same concept. And they, they did have us like share like, okay, what we were thinking about doing just yeah. to make sure nothing really overlapped. But I really wanted to make sure I had it covered to where, like, I don't want to go back to the drawing board. So I, I went so deep. I said, like, I'm going to go the education route. Maybe no one else is really going to tap into that because, you know, I'm a nerd. So, <laughs> you know, education in school and college, like my family is really into all that. So I'm like, I'm going to try to make it, you know, about that. But uh, everybody did so many amazing variations of, you know, that that same concept. And um, it was just that's just like the power of creative like to me. Like, it's just so it's just so cool. I, I appreciate, like you said, that everybody went at it from a different point of view that, you know, nothing overlapped. It re- really nothing really overlapped because everybody came, came from different places. And it's amazing how I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Right, okay. Riley Hound, the, the calf, the capitals, the revenge, rally Q. Uh, rally oaks you know so like even even with that it's just there's nothing that is the exactly the same which is amazing yeah that that was pretty cool so i was like that's that was dope i I just thought that was just really cool and it made it really hard to like vote and really pick out what you really really wanted and that's why i appreciate them also telling the story behind the design um because a lot of people think that we just sit and like poof an idea comes to us and sometimes it happens but not all the time so to really be given a platform to tell the story of the concept and then give us a chance to go behind the design and let people know like what we were thinking and show our sketches and stuff um i think that that's that's awesome too i was just gonna say they they're showing some of your sketches here and it's I, I appreciate that, right? Because like you said, every behind the design, there's a little section on behind the design of, you know, little details. There's a little plaque right there next to your hat and everything. And it's like, and then also, which I think is very much important as well, is they, they talk about you, the designer, and who is the one who designed it and all that. So that's also important that should not be overlooked at all. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like being able to tell your story, because a lot of times, you know, the designers and, you know, I'm not always like upfront with, oh, I got to tell my story. But again, in this case, it kind of ties into why the design turned out the way that it did. Like to know me, me to know I love my school. I love NC State, like, you know, giving back and just staying connected, going back to homecoming, all that stuff. Like I love my school mm-hmm. and um, to kind of be able to incorporate that into um, a project, you know, anytime to kind of give a shout out back to like where you're from or, you know, something that means something to you is always great. So um, it just helped tell the story of the design and then to just help people understand like what goes into, you know, what we do and that there are people behind these projects, like, even when you design for pro sports, you know, people can be like, oh, I hate it. This is this sucks. Oh, I, I don't like this. But when you can really hear the story of like, this is why this was created this way. This is why this thing means this. And this is how it's going to be used down the road. I think it starts opening people's minds up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, OK, you know, I understand it now. And the context makes me appreciate it a little bit more or they just still hate it. <laughs> they're still going to hate it no matter what. Right. Exactly. You cannot make, you can't make everybody happy. It's just the way it is. And I tried to be very, um, very honest with this. Like, you know, I'm, I, I honestly have not seen a logo that I say, Oh, I hate it. I hate it. There's some that I just, it doesn't, you know, connect with me that I'm not particularly like, but, for the, the majority of the time is like that. It's like, you know, if you understand the story behind of how, why this was done in this way or why you pick the color or why you pick the, the acorn as the nose, then it, you get to appreciate that logo even more. Yeah. It, the context um, really helps. And I used to always kind of almost be against it. I'd be like, if I don't put the logo in front of somebody and they don't get it, then it just doesn't make sense. But context does, you know, help. Because Mm -hmm. if someone in California saw this and they're not really familiar with North Carolina culture or, you know, the naming and the nicknames and stuff, of course, they're going to be like, why is that acorn, you know, a nose? Like, okay, it looks kind of cool, but it doesn't make sense to me. But when they hear the story, it's like, oh, okay, you know, that context helps me understand a little bit better. Yeah. Now, did you also come up with the the design of the of the jerseys as well? Did you think about that as well? So, yeah, so they gave that. I think that was part of the um, another prompt was um, to do a logo. It was like a primary mark, a second. I think it was a secondary mark and then a uniform. Um, and I think I probably like almost forgot to do the uniform. <laughs> but I like I, I'm, I'm pretty when it comes to uniforms, I like it kind of clean and simple. Like I, I knew like, OK, I want, you know, the color balance and everything and mm-hmm. um, kind of what I want across the chest. So was able to kind of utilize the elements that I had to, to build it out. Um, but I spent way more time on the, the logos themselves. And then I was like, Oh yeah, the uniform. Um, but it worked out though. It, it worked out. Traditionally, I try to work holistically, like try to know everything that mm-hmm. I had, but the reality is sometimes that's not even possible. Even when you're doing this for real, um, yeah. you might find it one way and then, Oh yeah, we also need X, Y, Z. And you have to kind of, pivot to make sure that you can you know accommodate but um that just takes that's just practice but uh it it all worked out so like that's why this is probably one of my favorites because it was so many different hurdles and just fears and intimidation and then ultimately like taking the leap and saying you know this is actually Mm -hmm. really fun so 
Let me ask you, do you think this was a, a much harder uh, project for you because there's really no, there were really not a lot of parameters for to work with compared to if you have a, a client who has specific instructions uh, of what they want? Yes, just because it's like trying to figure out like where to start because yeah. given so much freedom, mm-hmm. just you don't know what to do with it. And I say not knowing what to do with it, it really means just there's just so many possibilities and too many ideas that go through your head. Yes. And just like there's even there was stuff that I had done with this logo and even another um, baseball uh, contest logo that I had done for was it uh, Kansas City Monarchs. It was like I had so many ideas and I really wanted to cram all the ideas into one concept instead of really leaning on what was the strongest. Mm-hmm. So I could showcase, like, I had all these ideas, like, look at all the things I did, but it really boiled down to trying to make the decision of, okay, what's going to be the strongest element, what's going to really speak to the fan base that I'm targeting, and um, just making that decision. So that was the challenge, was just, I have so much freedom, I have so many ideas, and I've actually got a decent amount of time to work on it, you know, so I would just be sketching and, you know, marking the things that I really 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 mm-hmm. liked like I knew I wanted that acorn nose like once I drew it uh because I think I had drawn another traditional nose and I was drawing like an acorn because it was like you know the uh, oak city I was like oaks acorns and oaks that's the right plant to see right I was just double checking to make sure it wasn't too good to be true and once I just started sketching out the things that I liked and just trying to see like once it was in front of me what pieces made sense and uh, kind of running with those pieces and then eliminating things um, that I didn't need because I think at one point I was trying to put like an acorn stem on the top of the owl's head so mm-hmm. I like he an acorn on his nose he doesn't need an acorn on top of his head <laughs> so gotcha so that's cool. and I see right here on, on the sketch uh you have the one with the acorn and then you also have the one uh that you can barely see because there's only half of it but I think that's where the nose where you were drawing yeah. the nose there so I had kind of like so like, oh, let me just I was drawing that acorn. I was like, oh, like it totally could fit. Like it's perfect. Let me, let me just do that. And then boom. And off it went. I mean, like I said, it's a, it's my favorite. It really is. So, um, so would, if you were to be asked to do something along this lines again, you know, an event like this, is that something that you would definitely consider doing again? Yeah. Cause like now it's like the initial hesitation was just like, I guess the fear of failure. And then like, failing in public is like okay i've agreed to do it and i've been announced to do it so now people are going to be looking for it mm-hmm. but if i can't deliver something that you know i feel is worthy you know what does that say about me as a designer so it's that initial like fear of failure but you know even if i did fail with it or wasn't happy with it, it's like still learning from the experience so now it's like embracing the the challenge of like the unknown of like just saying yes yeah and seeing like what that yes, you know, results in, like what yep. kind of creativity is unlocked from that yes versus like telling myself, oh, I can't do it because I don't have an idea within five minutes of the prompt. Because that's how my brain usually works. Like someone shoots something to me, uh, this is the issue or this is my brand or this is the project I have. What do you got? And I'm like, within five minutes, I'm like, oh, this is this, this and this. But with this project, there was like, I had to really sit down and think about it. And I really had to do research. So it kind of, from that point, changed how I approach projects. I would really try to sit down and think before I just jump in and start shooting, you know, different ideas off. 
And it's a good thing, right? Yes. Like I said, you you're you are extremely talented. I could never in my wildest dream come even close to doing something like this. You never you never know. See, that was what I was saying about myself. But I mean, like, even if you can't like my my people, my family, but oh, I can't draw, I can't do this, like, but you can still, you know, think you can still, you know, yeah. identify the um what you can what you want to see or you know how you want to see it and then kind of work with the creative to yep. get happen you know so right. um, no absolutely right uh, as far as like you know creative mind i think that people for for a lot of us who are communicators who are doing you know if for you like design and all that there has to be a sense of creativity within mm-hmm. you because if not this it's just you know it's not going to work so you might want to start doing something else which is totally fine okay as well yeah so and but yeah um uh so last question here any future plans for you as far as like you know designing for any other uh baseball teams and that works for you no like outside of like any special projects like mm-hmm. um because i am I'm, I'm i still like my in-house job mm-hmm. um and i really just do stuff more for fun yeah. um and like i have like a platform um called locker room and it's really like me and my, my business partner and creative partner in crime um just a space for us to create and just have it live out in the world versus just not locked up in our sketchbooks and sometimes it unlocks some really cool conversations and just opportunities to kind of showcase work and the, the work that we really love doing without restrictions oh i'm and- looking at your website right now and it's amazing so <laughs> Um, but like, um, you know, we've had a chance to do stuff with like, like special projects for like the Braves, um, with Hank Aaron's, you know, foundation. Mm -hmm. Usually if I do something like that, it's, you know, anything outside of work is usually going to be geared towards like a special cause or awareness just because it takes so much time. I really want to make sure that the projects that I'm doing, you know, outside of what I'm doing at work, um, has a really special meaning and it's going to really, um, you know, help push something forward because the time is so precious and it's like you know I got family and all these other things that I want to do so um I just really try to make sure like what I'm doing um you know is gonna really have a a nice impact on somebody so I love it I I, and like I said you're extremely talented and everybody should be following you on Instagram and on social media because you are absolutely extremely talented and thank you so much for doing this this was a lot of fun um, where can people find you on all the socials? So, um, my social handle, uh, my personal one is Brit Davis 704 across all of them, Instagram, Twitter, um, dribble. Uh, I think even LinkedIn, it's the same. Actually knows Brit Davis ATL, I think, but Brit Davis, if you Google me, you'll find either Sammy Davis Jr.'s wife or a football player for, I think the Broncos or the Texas Tech. <laughs> It's, it's just me. Um, and then um, my, my platform, uh, Locker Room, it's um, L-C-K-R-R-O-O-M. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram. And I will make sure to put all of that on the show notes so that way everybody can follow you because they should be following you because you're doing amazing work. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Britt, uh, the special episode with Britt Davis. Now, make sure that you guys are following her uh, as well as uh, Britt and Peck, Lou over at uh, MLB Rally. Uh, they all are doing their own thing and they're doing great work. So make sure you guys are following them and supporting them, okay? Now, this concludes the final episode of the MLB Rally. This was a lot of fun. This was a lot of work, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys got an idea of the amount of work that really does take into creating a movement to bring a MLB team to whichever city that, um, that you can think of. Um, I hope uh, that uh, they bring a team here in uh, North Carolina. I think it'll be very cool. Uh, I wish them nothing but the but the best. And make sure you guys are following them again, okay? Uh, and last thing, make sure you guys are following me on social media as well as the podcast. I'm trying to put a lot of more content for you guys. Let me know what you guys think. If you guys have any suggestions, anything that I was that I could change or anything like that, all of that is greatly appreciated. Okay. Until then, keep on grinding and always support the minor leagues. See ya. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna Tomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series, and in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at @patlarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick and Corey of BaseballMapper.com, and we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball, so get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brand Media at CurveBrandMedia.com. <laughs>